thank you for joining us again for another episode of Daddy Unscripted. I've realized that my intro hello is a little bit not me, so I'm really trying to nail that down and make this a little bit more natural uh, while making it professional. So uh, I don't know, maybe I'll just start saying hi or hi there, howdy. Anyways, we are here for another episode. This episode is actually kind of a interesting little backstory. This is the episode that my little intro episode that I did at the very beginning of all of this. I, if you listened to that, you heard me tell the story of why I was actually here recording, which was I was supposed to be recording with my friend Ryan. And tonight, that is who I will be recording with. Ryan was going to be another one of those two-part episodes right before he became a dad, trying to kind of tap into, are you ready for this? What are you expecting? What have people been telling you? All that kind of stuff. And then doing a second part uh, a, a few months later as to, okay, now that we're here in the life of your child, what have you seen that is different from what you expected uh, and that kind of a thing. So when I came in here that last time, he texted me right before he was basically supposed to leave and said, sorry, I'm not going to make it. We are headed to the hospital. So his wife, Jamie, was uh, having some pretty strong contractions, and they ended up not giving birth that night, but uh, they did end up going down to the hospital. So I just ended up staying in and recording my intro episode that night. So we missed our chance on doing his part one episode, but this episode will be sort of his part two, but it's really his part one, and all the episode part confusion is actually very uh, fitting for Ryan and myself because we are both huge Star Wars geeks. And where do you start? Episode one is what? And episode four is what? And now you have episode seven. And we will talk about that. Uh, Also, I'm already planning ahead that most likely there will be another fork in the road episode that comes out of this recording. And I'm guessing and presuming that that will be probably all about Star Wars or Star Wars and movies or Star Wars and sports or something like that. But there will be Star Wars talk for sure. So uh, anyways, I will let Ryan come in and introduce himself and then we'll get right to uh, the history of his father and his uh, childhood and what that ended up evolving into with him becoming a father just a few short months ago to his beautiful little girl. So let's take it over to the episode. Okay, Ryan, welcome to the hallowed halls of the non-studio studio. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, And I will one-up you on that. I'm more excited than you. I don't know. This is a long time coming. I've been thinking about this since probably about four months ago. It is a very long time coming. This is, uh, I I kind of briefly gave some info on that at the get-go, but what what did happen that night? You guys went to the hospital and... I dropped the ball on you. No, that's that's okay. I was like, I'm down to record with you. And then I was like, hey... I got to go. I got uh, my baby's coming. Yeah. 
It was literally, I, I was already set up and like ready for you to be here. I do remember that. But you guys got to the hospital and was it just, you're having was, really strong it, contractions and. Yeah, she was having contractions and um, they were telling her that she wasn't exactly that dilated quite yet, mm-hmm. but enough to, they wanted to keep her there. Okay. I was like, sweet, we're staying. I love it. So you did stay. We did. And you had the baby. No. No, that was the first time. Yeah, that was the first time. That wasn't the night before. I think it was a couple days later. She actually had to go the serious time. And stay, yeah. Yeah. This was like serious false alarm. alarm. Yeah, because I remember texting you at like later that night and going, hmm, that didn't happen. Sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, False alarm. Staying in. Which is what it is. I mean, that happens to the best of us, Mm -hmm. really. All right, so let's go. Uh, this a lot of this is going to be new to me, even though I have met your dad. Okay. Uh, being for you who are listening, I photographed. At my wedding. Yes, that was my stepdad. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So I photographed. Well, my dad was there too. Ryan and Jamie's wedding, mm-hmm. uh, which was how long ago now? Uh, that was two. <laughs> years. That was two years ago. You remember the day, keep, right? Keep me on the toes, yeah. right? You remember the Come date? On. Uh, yes. Yeah, it was December or October uh, 19th, you know? <laughs> okay. Um, no, it, it was October 19th. Okay. Of course I remember. We'll get to we'll get to all this other stuff. But so let's go back then. You are my first, I think. Is that your first wedding? No, 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 no. You are my first friend, father on here <laughs> who has a stepdad. So yeah. it brings in it brings a whole different kind of fathering yeah, experience. I've, so go back and talk about your dad and your childhood. My biological father. Your biological father. All right. Well, uh, my parents split up at when I was four. Okay. And so, you were living where at that time? I was living with my mom. Okay. In Pomona. Okay. So here so, in Cal. Yeah. Okay. So he uh, he left us when I was four, and. Um, Sorry, I'm only laughing because of the face that the, you made, the and, made. The, and the voice that you made. I'm not laughing because your dad left you guys. But, uh, yeah, he left at four, and um, he was there. He, he was still there. He would come every other weekend mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they had joint custody of me, and it was cool. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was fun because, obviously, I would be with my mom majority of the time. And when I got to see my dad, I was like super excited for the weekend to come, mm-hmm. you know, especially through school and stuff. Then he moved to Vegas. Mm. So that made it a little bit more tough. Yeah. However, my dad was pretty good. He he actually drove from Vegas every other weekend still. Oh, wow. To come out and hang out with me for the weekend. That's cool. Go watch uh, baseball games, the mm-hmm. Ducks. Do Do like... Things that you normally want to do during the week, you'd you'd come and like, literally, I guess you could say, entertain me yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. So it was fun. It was things that I definitely looked forward to. So. So how, how old were you when he moved to Vegas? Well, I was probably about five. Oh, okay. He, so he, he yeah, was. He, it was like a year. It was like a, even that. No, it wasn't like it was just like they split. He left. Oh, okay. Okay. He ran. He ran away. <sighs> Far, Never far looked away. back yeah. <laughs> to the uh, very voluptuous hills of Las Vegas. Yeah, he ran to a really good place, <laughs> yeah. if you ask me. Yeah. So when he came back uh-huh. and... 
quote unquote, would that, have you for the weekend? I mean, what would he get a hotel and you guys would? No, because my dad's side of the family, I had an uncle that lived down here as well mm-hmm. in La Brea and all that stuff. So oh, okay, at that point, it was we him, my dad and I would stay at my uncle's for the weekend. Right, right, right. Just right. to have a bed and whatnot. Okay. We'd go get breakfast, dinner, whatever we wanted to do, hang out, kind of stay out of my uncle's hair a little bit, I guess you could say. But, yeah. But it was just somewhere we can stay. So. Okay. So your mom basically raising you and... It was me for a long time. Yeah. And my mom met my stepdad when I was five. Oh, okay. So, so it was like a, a smooth transition, mm-hmm. you know. I went, in, I went, you know, I'd maybe say maybe a year mm-hmm. of before my stepdad came into the picture. Mm-hmm. But he didn't come into the picture like, oh, I'm your stepdad or, you know, they were dating for a long time. Because uh-huh. he, uh, I guess you could say he was on his way out with another marriage. Okay. So he's getting a divorce and everything like that. So So there was like seven transitions it, all happening at once. I gotta to give props to my mom. That weave was a new smooth. blanket. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. Like out with the old, in with the new. Right. Which is what he was sort of doing as well. Yeah. And yeah. Um, my dad, when he went to n- Vegas, he's like, Yeah, out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. Welcome Vegas. <laughs> um no, but you're so all of your siblings are from your stepdad and your yeah. mom, yes. Yeah, okay, half, so half you brothers. were you were only child of my dad. Okay, yeah. Um, and then your stepbrothers are all f- fairly younger than you, yes. Yeah, my mom remarried about I think when I was about ten. Okay, so dated him for five a good five years, mm-hmm. got married, and then had Garrett. your first. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, he was. Uh, I was about ten years old, and. Um, I was in between, you know, every other weekend and all that with my dad. Mm-hmm. And then my mom remarried and I stayed with my dad during that time because I went conveniently. They went and got married in Vegas. Huh. And they're, they're like, oh, let's get a hotel. We'll drop Ryan off with his dad. He's How here funny. anyways. Yeah. So we hung out. I hung out with my dad that that weekend. And then uh, we found out my mom was pregnant and then. I was like, oh, no, I've been an only child for 10 years now. Yeah. My whole entire world is going to collapse. Yeah. And um, no, it was pretty cool. Um, I unfortunately wasn't there when he was born because part of the whole joint uh, custody thing Mm -hmm. was my mom would get one month and my dad would get the other during the summer when school was out. Oh, okay. So So it was a summer baby. Yeah. So he he was born in August and I was with my dad out in Vegas for a Mm -hmm. month in Mm -hmm. August, which was pretty nice. Yeah. But um yeah, I wasn't there. I came back after that whole trip and held him and everything like that. It was pretty mm-hmm. cool. It was pretty awesome to find out that I was a big brother at that yeah. time. And then she had two others. She you have two, three younger brothers, right? I have three younger brothers. Okay. Uh Garrett's seventeen now. Mm-hmm. Uh Riley, who is thirteen, mm-hmm. and Cody is twelve. So Irish twins. She was pregnant, and then 14 months later, boom, here comes Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine? No. I cannot. Yeah. That's that's... why. Like, first of all, like, some of the craziness that I... And, you know, God bless all these people who do all this stuff. But to me, I don't get having more than two. That just doesn't... That doesn't equate to me, like... 
you are two parents, you are now overrun. Mm-hmm. Like there yeah. are more of them than you can hold at a time. And it's, it's like just, a, it's like a debt to income ratio. You're making too much debt for your income. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, I understand. I, Jamie and I were on the same page, you know, we had Mackenzie and we got all excited. And now we're talking about maybe a second coming around. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Play by ear, but. And then you'll, and then you're saying then five you guys kids will be later, done. we'll be recording yeah. this again. Yeah. Like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. So when are you changing your last name to Duggar? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, that part I don't get. And then I, I just can't imagine having two kids in diapers at once. Like the, my mom told me she remembers, you know, obviously I was a big help to her. That's like having a teen kind of a preteen there to help you out with yeah. babies and stuff like that. Yeah. And she was like, I just remember laying in bed, breastfeeding one, and the other one's crying to be breastfed. I just, that's just a mad, just madness. That's just crazy. Especially like, unless you are one of those moms that is having the absolute perfect breastfeeding experience and your child is doing it fantastically and everybody yeah. is going. Everybody, just, it's just everything is going perfect. Yeah. yeah. Then I can then I can maybe understand that being able to work out, but like, well, let's snap back into reality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if any if any of that is kind of like how it ended up being with my kids for my wife, like it was bad. I mean, Sawyer was at least somewhat better than Delilah, but Delilah was the worst feeder. She got really lazy on the boob, and That's Mackenzie um, right now she's. She'll do Fall one. Asleep. She'll do one. Yeah. And then she'll switch over and just start kicking and being fussy and doesn't uh-huh. want it, pushes away. Just I'm I'm like, there's no way she's getting like three ounces out of just one. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. So yeah, she gets she was lazy too. She would fall asleep halfway through. Yeah. With I think I think with Sawyer, we started to do more of the like heating advice on getting them like all the way down to their diaper, tickling them, basically doing anything to kind of keep them awake and stimulated while they're feeding. But I mean, Delilah, like, um, sorry, babe, if you're listening to this, but, um, (laughs) didn't want anything part of it. Well, no, Delilah, my wife, um, she had to wear, uh, nipple shields. Oh yeah. Um, So Jamie. Oh man. And I mean, it was so frustrating for her. I, I had to go run to the to the bathroom, like get it wet. Yeah, get it all wet and just here. Get it on there, perfect. Like inside out, it. It It's like like, remember those toys that they were like twenty five cents at the store and there's a little popper and you flip it out and then you sit there and set it down on the ground and yeah, it's exactly exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. I there is a story that we kind of laugh about um, now, even though I I think Missy still kind of gets. Um, a little embarrassed about it, and so sorry that I'm it's good that we're it talking now. about it now. Yes, exactly. But um, where she was so frustrated, and I think I was in the other room or something, and almost got hit in the head with uh, a nipple shield because she was just so frustrated and just hucked that thing further than a nipple shield should be able to fly. So, anyways, I, I those kind of things like I, when I hear parents going through that or whatever, it makes my heart just say crazy a little bit but like also be like congrats on you i mean i was one of eight yeah and my parents adopted all of these kids so they kept 
doing it to themselves and it just well, boggles my, my mind. My mom tried to my mom tried to make a basketball team. You yeah. Know? She came close. She she uh she just kept trying for that girl though. Oh. oh my you know my name was supposed to be Amanda if I was a girl. Oh I can yeah, see you man. as an Amanda. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> this entire rest of this podcast just call me Amanda. Amanda. I, I is actually, this Amanda here? I, I can't just <laughs> With because, daddy issues? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be good. A little awkward. <laughs> so anyways, going back to your childhood. So your stepdad comes in. Mm-hmm. He's there for a long time before they're married. I don't know how much difference that really makes to you as a Not really. six through 10 year old. Yeah. To me, it wasn't like, oh, that's my mom's boyfriend right not right my, her husband yeah you know it made no difference to me yeah it was just another father figure mm-hmm. to me he was actually as i think of it now mm-hmm. obviously more of a father figure at that at that moment at mm-hmm. that time because i'm six through 10 years old and that's like the most you know growing a young man does yeah so he was there a lot of the time you mm-hmm. know and Whenever, obviously, whenever him and I got an argument or fight or anything like that, I would resort back to my dad. Right. So. Did you ever do any, you're not my real dad to of him? Of course. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, we've a got, lot? We've, oh, yeah. I've oh, really? gotten into, him and I, we've gotten into scuffles and, like, pushing back at each other and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and obviously, he's not going to hit me, but I really want to hit him. Right, you know? right. I want to deck you down on the ground. Be yeah. like, you're not my real dad. Yeah. Oh, so many times. So many times. I know that this is coming when my kids are older because I will get that parental karma. But I don't even know how many times when I was a kid, I slammed my door and either yelling, I wish you were dead to oh. my mom or oh. my dad. And like the way uh, that I treated my mom, yeah. because my mom and I butted heads mm-hmm. all the time. Her and I always had to have the last word. Mm-hmm. And until I moved out, I didn't realize how much my mom meant to me. Yeah. You know? But in that moment when I'm living with my mom, I hate her guts. Yeah, yeah. I don't want anything to do with her. Yeah. Drop me off three streets down from school. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. So I just remember like high school. I here's a really crazy story. As we go through this podcast, you'll notice how crazy my mom really is. But that's the sorry, that's the, sorry that's the, mom. Yeah, sorry if you're listening to this, mom. Love you. Yeah. But um, I dropped my calendar or agenda or whatever. It was like this big thing that just didn't. I didn't want to carry around with me. Like was, a like a day like, like yeah. a day planner kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That the school supplied to us. Okay. Yeah. And it was stuff that you know you put your home what you need to do for your homework. Yeah. Or if yeah. there's anything coming up. I didn't write in it. I didn't do anything with it, but my mom insisted that I took it with me. Yeah. In case for that one miracle day, I was like, you know what? I have a test coming up. I should probably write it in. Yeah. No, never. <laughs> so I slid it in into the side of the my passenger seat. Uh-huh. And I come to find out, I go to this my math class, and I'm sitting there about ready to take a test. And who walks in? My mom. Pregnant. Comes in, pregnant, eight months pregnant, and sits down in my class, waited until I was done taking my test, which I completely failed. <laughs> okay, first of all, it was math. I f- would have failed it whether my mom walked in or yeah, not, let's yeah, be yeah. honest. But 
she walked in. I'm just like, no, 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 no. This is not happening. My teacher was in on it. Oh, really? To, yeah. I come to find out my teacher was in on it because apparently she had this all planned out that she would come sit in my, all my classes, follow me around school for a day to make sure I was doing everything I was doing right. Cause I was, you know, class clown. I wasn't yeah. getting the best grades. And my yeah. mom's solution in her head was, you know what? I'm going to go to school with him for a day. Imagine going to school with your kid. Just, uh, no, no. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, uh, it ruined me. It ruined me, but I wasn't like the best kid for her. Mm-hmm. And now that I have my own child, I'm like thinking in my head that karma is going to turn around <laughs> yeah. full circle. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm just waiting for those moments of like things that I used to do. And mm-hmm. now she's doing mm-hmm. and she's gonna be like, well, I used to do it, you know? Yeah. Tattoos. Prime example. Everything that, you know, if I went and got a tattoo and then my daughter got a tattoo and she was like, well, you got one. I'm That just that argument there. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. I always think, you know, in the future, like I always have conversations with Jamie, like because my brothers are going through it now mm-hmm. and I'm watching how my parents discipline them mm-hmm. and I'm taking notes right. as a parent now. That you're keeping in your day yeah, planner, you, right? Oh, of course. I've got that now. <laughs> that's that's on me. I saw you day. walk in with it. Yeah, I wrote, okay, I'm here with Tim. I'm Check. here for my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hope my mom doesn't show up. Yeah, let's throw this away. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I watch them with my brothers and mm-hmm. see my brother, like especially Garrett, mm-hmm. now that he's 17, he's in high school, watching him go through what he's doing. Mm-hmm whether it's good, bad, or whatever, is kind of like the same thing that I was doing, the mm-hmm. same mentality that I had. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, is this, you know, everybody tells me like, oh, teenagers, just a phase. You right, know? right. It's, they just go, everybody goes through those phases. And I'm seeing that. Yeah. I'm seeing how my parents react to that. And I'm going, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go to school right. with my kid. Right. In high school. Yeah. The most go to pivotal point in the kid's life yeah. in high school. And you're, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do that. Maybe. The good we'll thing is, goes. the good thing is, is you've completely let that go. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> uh, no, I, I let it go. I mean, it, it's funny now that we think about it, you know, sitting yeah. here thinking about it later. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. But then I was just like, no, this oh, is I'm sure you must life. have been mortified. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I agree to a point. I know all kids go through teenage rebellion or whatever, but I obviously the levels are very different. You know, like I got my first tattoo when I was 15 years old. Yeah. And I don't think that all teenagers will rebel to that extreme you know i know a lot of kids even in my class at that time like their rebellion was maybe staying up 30 minutes past their bedtime here's or a, something here's like a that. prime example yes. the comparison between when i grew up and doing the same thing that i did and my brother mm-hmm. right now and how my parents reacted mm-hmm. so i got caught smoking marijuana and I got disciplined real bad. Mm -hmm. I got everything taken away, practically got kicked out. Okay. And since you 
since you guys are just listening to this, you can't see that Ryan is currently lifting up his shirt to show me his back, and it's oh. the scars are. Yeah, it's Game of Thrones stuff. I got disciplined a little bit more extreme for the you know for what I was doing mm-hmm. than Garrett is. Yeah, Garrett got caught. Yeah, and they didn't really do much. Mm-hmm. They. Grounded him, didn't really let him drive his truck too or his car too much. Mm-hmm. But yet he was, you know, you, you, you can drive it to school and back or go pick up your brothers and come right. home and all that stuff. No big deal. Nothing else. They're like, okay, well, on to the next day. So clearly they saw what their punishment made, what kind of man you have become. And they are trying to. They've realized that, that I got caught smoking marijuana and now I'm a grown man. Married with a child, and I'm doing fine for myself. And so, yeah, they're realizing that hey, sometimes maybe something like this isn't as extreme as we're making it out to be, you know. And that's that's what's going to be a test for me and mm-hmm. Jamie is, mm-hmm. you know, nowadays, you know, things are getting crazier and all that stuff, and just seeing my I don't know just seeing my parents how they react to my brothers now yeah take note I'm taking mental notes on how they're doing that you know it's still like what is brought about from all of the parenting books and all of the you know even just conversations you have with people because the comparison may be completely null and void because a it's going to be 16 years from now that you're dealing with that kind of stuff if if at all with your daughter number one number two she's a girl so you're going to be going through possibly completely different stuff and and however society is going to be 16 years from now 16 years when you guys are living in amish philadelphia 16 (laughs) (laughs) as all of us dads with daughters have already plotted out our Lives. What are you talking about? I'm already digging my dungeon. I've already crafted <laughs> exactly. the chastity belt and everything. Yeah, yeah. She's going to live down there until she's 21. That's perfect. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but I guarantee it. That's good. So since we're on that, um, yeah. what what was your guys, well, what was your specific reaction when you found out you were having a girl and not a boy? Well, here's a funny story about it. At first, our doctor told us that we were having a boy. I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And so we went about, I got, I'm a person that is really excited about things. And, uh, and if I'm finding out I'm having a boy, I want to go to the rooftop and scream it mm-hmm. where Jamie's like, let's play a little bit more reserved mm-hmm. keep it in until everything is good to go. Yeah, yeah. And then you can go up there and do whatever you want to do. Well, I got my way. I told family that we're having a boy and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I got a cake with blue in the middle and all that. And mm-hmm. My mom opened it. And she screamed and cried and all that stuff. Yeah. Super happy. Once we went back and found out that all of it was fake, mm-hmm. like it wasn't real, that we're actually having a girl. Yeah. I was pretty excited. I was pretty excited based off the fact that the term of um, daddy's girl. Yeah. Someone that, that looks up to you. You know, obviously, guys want to have boys and play baseball and right. all that stuff. But to have a daughter love you way more than just playing baseball and all mm-hmm. that stuff and look up to you as you're the only guy in her life mm-hmm. for a really, 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 really long time, going to be more happy to have that. Yeah. You know? 
So when I found out I was having a girl, I was pretty excited. Yeah. And I was even more, I think I was even more excited for my mom because she had been trying so long to have a girl mm-hmm. that even she was even crying when I met Jamie because she's like, oh my God, a girl I can go shopping with. <laughs> yeah. I'm like she's my girlfriend. Leave her alone. <laughs> So you can't go to school with her. Yeah, you can't go to school with her. She's not your daughter. She's my <laughs> girlfriend. Well, my mom was pretty excited to find out that I was actually having a girl for real this time, mm-hmm. not just a fake boy. <laughs> I don't know. It was just it was a surreal moment. And I was more excited for her mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. even though we had such a rough past and everything like that. And at that point, when I found out I had a girl, the first person I thought about was my mom. Yeah. You know, so it was it was fun. It was exciting to find out. And yet again, I wanted to scream to the top of the world and let everybody know. And forget what I said earlier. Forget it. It fell off. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty excited. Yeah. I think for me, we were, were a boy and a girl. How does that feel? Like, well, we were with Delilah. We were really excited. Mm-hmm. We both kind of wanted a girl. Yeah. And for me, it, it was that same kind of thing because I had talked with a, a really good friend of mine who had a boy first and then a girl. Mm-hmm. And when he had his daughter, he said to me kind of that exact same thing. He was like, I love my son more than anything. We are best buddies. Yeah. But when I had my daughter. Melt your heart. Yeah, my heart expanded like three times more than with my son. And there is a love there that is incomparable to anything else. Yeah. And the, you know, I got to see the whole daddy-daughter thing, even though she's very close with her mom too. But Mm -hmm. so in that circumstance, I I thought about that a lot. And then I started getting more kind of, not freaked out, but went through that thinking of hearing the saying that you've probably heard of with a boy you just have to worry about one penis but with a girl you have to worry about all of the penises in the world in the world so yeah i i thought about that and lost lost some sleep over that yeah for damn sure and thought about you know the fact that there is going to be that next a second period where i'm not going to have that bond with my daughter because I think as a, as you have seen with a newborn, the dad is a you're kind of a spectator on a lot of stuff and you're not oh, yeah. really you're having that immediate bond. Yeah, you're 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 benched for right now. Yeah. And then she gets a little bit older and then she comes into your life or, you know, vice versa. And, yeah. And w- what I think about, too, is when she gets into that period of her life mm-hmm. where she finds boys and looks upon them like I don't want them to. Yes. There's been times where I've heard that a lot of girls will go to guys with the aspect of thinking that I want you to be like my dad. Right. You know, when I look and take that back though, mm-hmm. like you you see that when she's growing up, you're more of a the guy in her life for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. Even and then even after you know she finds a boyfriend and everything like that yeah even now my wife if something needs to be fixed in the house who does she go to she'll go to her dad mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. if something's broken in the house mm-hmm. but if I'm sick I'll go to my mom first mm-hmm. so it, it it we joke to each other That's about funny. it all the time 
you know, she'll come to me in the bedroom and she's like, can I get you anything? And, or she'll bring me like Robitussin or something. Yeah. I'll be like, can my mom give that to me? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for bringing that Uh, to me. Yeah. Can my mom dispense it to me, please? Yeah. Can you get a syringe? Yeah. This is. Will you give that to my mom so she can give it to me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. As I'm in bed with my man flu, just whining. Uh, and she's carrying a kid and everything. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah. I don't really have that. I didn't really have that with my mom. I, I think I faked more illnesses than had them when I was young. I was kind of the... I was sort of similar to what you kind of touched on. I was the class clown. Um, yeah, just, but was friends with everybody. The entertainer. I was in a small school. Yeah, you're the entertainer. <clears throat> you're just like me. You you want everybody to. You were friends with at least five people in each group. You and I are the same. We're, we're jokesters. Yeah, I. So I didn't really. I sucked in school. I didn't suck, but I I did very C's poorly. Get degrees. C's dig- C's get degrees. There we go. Oh man, I need that on a shirt. Yeah. That, that would be kids great one, should wouldn't never it? see though. That should be actually the title of the podcast. C's, C's get, get degrees. There oh, you go. I like it. Except neither do you have a degree? No. <laughs> neither do I. So that C's really did work. not get yeah. me degrees whatsoever. Um I'm in school now though. You know, that works. True. Yeah. My school is the world. I just didn't really I didn't really care. And I didn't I honestly feel like I didn't know why I should care. And if somebody would have told me that. I wouldn't have cared to hear why I should care. Yeah. I had a lot of sit downs with teachers and uh, yeah. whatever saying you're one of the smartest kids in your class and you just are refusing to do anything. Why are you doing that? I had a lot of those conversations and uh, honestly, like that's the plot of Goodwill hunting. <laughs> I am. I am telling you, I am Goodwill hunting. Okay. But I'm not really. Yeah. Uh, but I have made it plain and clear that I'm ready to have Matt Damon on my podcast and talk about That'd be pretty being exciting. a father with him. Did you see him on Jimmy Kimmel when he came out of uh, Ben Affleck? Yes. That yep. If that could happen here. <laughs> we, we, we would do be, it. Yeah. Oh my. We would be all over it. Yeah. I just didn't really. It, it was in the day and age, too, where. I forged a ton of notes, so my parents didn't oh, know yeah. a lot of the stuff that was going on with me in school. I you was know, a, it wasn't as direct contact with the teachers as it is now. I was an aide for uh, the detention lady. Mm. That's how often I got detention. Oh, that's school. awesome. So I aided for her for a good year. Wow. So anytime I got detention, I didn't take the paperwork in or anything or had my parents sign it or whatever. You know? Right. Okay. You've gotten that. Far Back off to, track. Let's yeah. let's Star Wars. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we'll get to that. I already said I did say in my intro that. Uh, so, well, we'll talk about that. Okay. Off. Um, so you have your child now. Yes. And how? Since we didn't get to have your pre-episode. Okay. How has the now that she is here Before, part been? BC and AD. Yeah, how yeah, did, yeah. How does that? How did that go for me? B it which it would be AM and BM. Yeah. For her. Yeah. How was the difference of what you kind of were expecting and thinking from whether things that you heard, things that you experienced from your I mean, your thing well, is a little bit different because you got to be an older brother, brother to yeah. and see all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, I was very fortunate enough to 
help my mom raise my brother. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like my stepdad wasn't there at all. Mm -hmm. You know, he was there, but he was the bread maker. So he'd be coming home late nights and whatnot. And so I'd be there helping my mom. And with all that training and all that preparation, Mm -hmm. I turned into a Jedi master with (laughs) children. No, I, I, uh, I had some kind of preparedness Mm -hmm. with the child, with my, with my child coming. Um, some expectations, obviously there's like those small little details that I didn't know when I was 10 years old. Right. That I do now. Right. You know, it's not like you were in I wasn't for there. everything with your I, mom. Yeah. I wasn't in there catching yeah. my brothers. Yeah. Okay. You know, the fact that I was having a child and the responsibility of having one and what it takes as a person to have one and all that stuff was mentally already there in my head. Yeah. It was crazy. Those nine months. Talk about a roller coaster. Yeah. And then towards the last part was just anticipation. Yeah. Just waiting, waiting. And like any sign of her having contractions, I was like, let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. let's get let's get that baby out of here. You know? I'm sure she felt the same way. Right. Probably even more than I did. I'm sure a <laughs> get little this bit. Thing out yes, of me. seriously. Um, but the that night, you know, we went in and they're like, we're going to keep you. And uh, we got pretty excited and sweet. It's not a false alarm. And um, went through the whole process. And the whole thing took 24 hours. Mm-hmm. We, were there, we were there for about 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And then she came. And uh, Jamie was bawling her eyes out. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, I didn't cry. I I don't know why. I thought I would. Yeah. I was just like more excited to see what she looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Paying attention to more of the details and getting the hell out of the way of the nurses. Right. And just what was going, just what was going on in the moment. Yeah. You know, I didn't cry until afterwards until I was holding her and stuff like that. But yeah, it was just, it was crazy how it happened and all that whole process. Yeah. At mission, they do the um, miracle hour. Mm -hmm. They lay her down. Get to be skin to skin. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was that was kind of the surreal moment for me. You know, everybody's gone. The nurse is there just checking her vitals. Yeah. And it's just me, Jamie, and the baby. Yeah. And now, three months later or so, she's um kicking. We uh we actually took her to the pool for the first time. Oh, today. did you? Yeah. Wrong time to take her to the pool. <laughs> there was like there was like a party going on. Awesome. Of thirteen year old boys. And you know how kids are oh, and they don't care they have no sense of boundaries yeah. whatsoever so me and jamie are in the shallow end like up against the wall yeah almost near the stairs like we might as well just walk out of the pool at this yeah. point yeah and i just kept getting like super soaker to my face like trying to <laughs> smile at Mackenzie, like oh you're having such a great time and then uh, get soaked but it was actually it was pretty fun she had a good time yeah you know and it was just uh from from that to now, just seeing how fast she's growing up mm-hmm. is just so crazy. Mm-hmm. And we, Jamie and I, always look back at older pictures and how small she was. Yeah, and just wait. And she's starting to get that personality out now. Oh yes, yes. smiling at you, smiling, and you now it's not gas. She is talking up a storm. Oh yeah, right too. Really? Yeah, just nothing but vowels. Yeah. Uh, 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 e, uh, you're hungry. Yeah. Okay. 
the the thing that I kind of miss is the uh, being able to go somewhere mm-hmm. without having a whole lot of planning behind it. You are at you are at <laughs> the lowest base of Mount Everest right now. I know everybody's telling me like you have no idea. This is that's not even as bad as it it's going to be. But actually, that's not a hundred percent true because you guys have good help down here. Yeah, that when she is four, five, three, okay, exactly. <laughs> um, you'll they'll be you know your mom. And Jamie's mom will be like, you guys go, go away for a weekend. We've got her when she's older and it's not that big of a, you know, she's, yeah, especially she's when older. she's potty trained and whatever, yeah, like they're going to be like, go ahead. You're as long as you have that support, I think it becomes a little bit easier at that time. But uh, right now is, is a little bit more of the difficult time where you've got to really, you know, you had to just to come down here you have to kind of plan it out a little bit, even though a lot yeah, of the yeah, stuff dude. is Jamie at night, but yeah, but it's like, I can't just walk out and be like, see you later. I'm going to go record a podcast. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I got to change her diaper. We got to put her in a bath, we right. gotta put her to sleep, make sure everything's ready to go for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot of planning. And if we wanted to go to dinner or something, even with her or mm-hmm. without, mm-hmm. it's like, you we won't, we won't get out until about two hours later. You yeah. Know? yeah. And then it's like nine o'clock and it's her witching hour. And you're like, oh, bad idea going out right yeah, now. Yeah. Plus there's the times that you'll get in the car and you're like a block away. Did you bring the sippy? No. Yeah. Did you grab the diaper bag? No. No, didn't you? I was carrying uh, the baby the that. whole time. Yeah. What are you talking about? Been through that so many times. Well, we'll we'll be all right for an hour. Here's a prime example. Over this last weekend, we were down in Oceanside. We go to breakfast with my biological father mm-hmm. and my uh, my grandma. We go to breakfast. Baby's sleeping. Okay, we sit her down next to the table in the chair and everything like that. She wakes up halfway through our meal, and you can see her doing like that face, like she's pooping. Mm-hmm. She's just like, Ugh. oh yeah, you know, like red face. Yep. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's pooping right now. I'm like, okay, well, Jamie's, I want to I wanna change her right now uh, before she starts getting fussy. And I'm like, well, she's just sitting there relaxing. No mm-hmm. big deal. She's not doing much. 15, 15 minutes later, just screaming oh, at the yeah. top of her lungs oh, yeah. like we're killing her. Yeah. And we're still at the breakfast place, and everybody's looking at us. Yeah. And it was just uh, one of those moments of like, got to listen to my wife. I yeah. Gotta, I, you know, she knows better than I did. She was with her for a good three months. And uh, I got to, I got to follow her lead yeah. on this one. You've I got, got a mouthful out of that. That's for sure. You've got a long road of I told you so's ahead yeah. of you, young yeah. man. I know. Well, good. I'm glad everything is going very well for you guys. And you mm-hmm. guys are even this early on still having that conversation of another one and not saying let's talk about it in a year or whatever. I mean, not that you're going to do it right now, but yeah, that you are at least not saying this is a nightmare. We'll talk about this when she's three. This is ridiculous. There's definitely times where it is a nightmare and I'm just like, you know what? You're going to be the last one we ever have. Mm -hmm. We're getting rid of the dog too. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, it's uh, 
most of the time where she's sitting there, you're holding her and she's smiling back at you or giggling or talking or whatever. And you're like, you need someone to have fun with. You need yeah. a sibling of some sort, yeah. you know, that basically kind of covers it. It's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for coming in thank and you. recording this. Yeah. We will now, this will be the end of your normal episode, oh. but we will, uh, yes. we will do our fork in the road after this. But again, Ryan has been a great guest. Thank uh, you so much for having me. And we will have this him in again. Exciting. This is exciting. <laughs> I'll let you guys know down the road any updates on him as they come come in. But uh, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me, dude. All right.